Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rose, and welcome to episode 202 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was Meet Your Maker, and the games coming out this week include Sherlock Holmes The Awakened, King of the Arcade, Vampire Survivors Tides of the Fiscari, Farm Slider, The Exit Eternal Matters, and Basketball Pinball. Some new games are available now on Game Pass and coming soon. They include the following. Available today, you can play Loop Hero on console and PC, Iron Brigade on cloud and console. On April 12th, you can play Ghostwire Tokyo on cloud, PC, and Series X and S. On April 13th, NHL 23 on console. And on April 18th, Minecraft Legends, cloud, console, and PC. Now into last week's biggest news stories, and we have five to cover this week. Number one, cheaper new Xbox Series X and S 1TB expansion option on the way. Tom West at True Achievements writes, Microsoft looks to have partnered with Western Digital for a new 1TB Xbox Series X and S storage expansion card, which is cheaper than Seagate's offering and could be available soon. Western Digital will seem to be launching its own Xbox Series X and S storage expansion card after the WD C50 1TB expansion card for Series X and S consoles was spotted on Best Buy for $179.99. The listing has now been pulled, but seeing as a store page has already been created, we can probably expect to see it soon. Since launching the Xbox Series X and S consoles in 2020, the only way to expand the storage with the same specs as the internal SSD has been to purchase Seagate storage expansion cards, which as you likely already know, don't come cheap. It looks like the tech manufacturer is about to have some competition in the same space though, and Western Digital's offering coming in with a cheaper price tag, the competition could be fierce. As spotted by Twitter user Wario64, Best Buy has now removed listing of the WDC 51TB expansion card for the Series X and S is priced at $179.99, around $40 cheaper than Seagate's 1TB expansion card. Much like Microsoft's internal storage, Western Digital's C50 will also include Xbox Velocity architecture, so it can handle Xbox Series X and S optimized games and offer plug-and-play compatibility like Seagate's cards. While the upcoming card is still pretty pricey, it's a step in the right direction and with another competitor dropping expansion cards, we'll hopefully see prices drop in the coming years. This is great to see as we have needed competition for the years that these have been out. I got my Seagate card at launch, I wanted more storage, I didn't want to have to worry about it, and you know what, that has served me quite well. I'm one for all of ease, I don't want to be constantly uninstalling and reinstalling games, so for me these are well worth it, so it's nice to see competition and the prices dropping. Number 2. Arc 2 is delayed so they're turning off Survival, Evolve's official servers and charging $50 for a remaster. Graham Smith at Rock Paper Shotgun writes, Arc 2 has been delayed until the end of 2024. The Dinosaur Survival sequel currently best known for having been Diesel in it for some reason, was originally aiming for a 2023 release, but developers Studio Wildcard say they need more time. To compensate they're going to instead release Arc Survival Ascended in August a remaster of the original Ark Survival Evolved that moves it over to Unreal Engine 5. That's the good news. The bad news is that you can only buy it in a $50 bundle with a sequel, which won't be finished for at least a year, and that the original Survival Evolved servers will be switched off when Ascended launches. Quote, after careful consideration, we've decided to delay the sequel's launch to the end of 2024, when it will still launch exclusively on Xbox, Game Pass, and Windows distribution platforms, Steam, and PC. And quote, says the announcement. Quote, we've put much thought into delaying Arc 2 for the betterment of the final product and for the team's well-being, end quote. 
They pin the delay on several factors, including the development team now being new to Unreal Engine 5. They also say that producing Survival Ascended will help them to further their, quote, mastery of the new engine and ultimately battle test some of our riskier technical advancements, end quote. Arc Survival Ascended will launch by the end of August 2023. The full announcement has details of what it contains, including the original game's main island, battle royale mode, survival of the fittest, and support for cross-platform multiplayer modding. It also explains that PC players will only be able to get Arc Survival Ascended via an ultimate value bundle known as the Arc Respond Bundle. The bundle contains Arc Survival Ascended and Arc 2 and will cost $50. Arc 2 won't be out for at least a year, but players will get a month of closed beta access sometime in 2024. Official servers for Arc Survival of All will be switched off when Survival Ascended launched, although single player and unofficial servers will remain available. I'm certainly not in this community, survival games are not for me, but my best friend does play this game religiously, so I'm intrigued to get his opinion on it. But it just does seem like bad news. So you're going to force everyone to buy this game, which does grant them access to the sequel, although end of 2024 probably means early 2025, so yeah, almost two years away, that's a long time. And then you're going to just shut down the original version of the game? This just doesn't sit well with me. Number three. Resident Evil 4 Remake sales hit 4 million as free Mercenaries DLC launches. Chris Scullion at VGC writes, The Resident Evil 4 Remake has sold 4 million copies in its first two weeks, Capcom has said. The new sales figure is an update on Capcom's previous statement that the game has sold 3 million in its first two days. Capcom has cited, quote, a positive reception among game players as the reason for the game's healthy sales growth. The announcement also comes on the same day that the Mercenaries, a fan-favorite Resident Evil mode, arrives on the game as free DLC. The mercenaries mode consists of a number of stages, each starts Leon off with all of his weapons, and players have to kill as many enemies as possible within a time limit. Players can also extend the time limit by killing more powerful enemies or using certain methods such as melee attacks or headshots to kill enemies. The Resident Evil 4 Remake was released on March 24th on PS4, PS5, Series X and S, and PC. The game has enjoyed the series' largest Steam launch ever by some margin, having attracted more than 168,000 concurrent players. Gotta continue to give my favorite franchise, Resident Evil, some more love with Resident Evil 4 Remake, which is just an amazing video game. Go check it out, and I cannot wait to jump into the Mercenaries mode this weekend. Number 4, Marvel's Avengers is getting its last patch ever. Amelia Zollner at IGN writes, Just under three years after its release, support for Marvel's Avengers is winding down. Today, Crystal Dynamics released patch 2.8 for Marvel's Avengers, which adds some final features and bug fixes to the game before it gets delisted later this year. Crystal Dynamics revealed the patch via a blog post, which thanks players for their support. The patch focuses on introducing some final features to the game, and includes a host of new bug fixes. Patch 2.8 makes many of the game's cosmetics more accessible, fully removing the shipments and hero challenge card systems from the game, and instead putting their rewards in the marketplace. The update also automatically converts players' credits, balances into in-game resources, and turns hero catalysts and fragment extractors into a permanent 1.5x multiplayer, unearned fragments, and XP. Additionally, players who earned at least one trophy before April 1st will receive Iron Man's Variable Threat Response Battlesuit as a thank you gift. Official support for Marvel's Avengers is slated to end on September 30th, at which point the game will be delisted. Man, what a crushing disappointment this game was, huh? Years ago, I was so excited for this game, and just all the bad reviews and all the bad press, I quickly decided I am not checking this game out. I think I got it on a deal for about $5 from Best Buy, I started up the first hour or so and kind of had some fun with it. I've been meaning to go back to it just as a huge MCU fan just to get that story. But if you're interested, you do get to play with all the cosmetics now if you're trying to check out the game. And if you want to secure it before it's delisted, do so before September 30th. And number 5, the live-action Minecraft movie has been dated for 2025. Chris Scullion at VGC writes, 
Warner Brothers has announced a new release date for the live-action Minecraft movie, which has been in the works for nearly a decade. The film, which is based off the Microsoft-owned best-selling video game in history, will now be released on April 4th, 2025, according to Deadline. Jared Hess, who directed Napoleon Dynamite and Nacho Libre, will helm the movie, which will star Jason Momoa from Aquaman. First confirmed in 2014, the Minecraft movie's development has been held up over the past nine years by the departure of multiple directors previously attached to the project. The film was originally supposed to be directed by Sean Levy before he dropped out in 2014. He was then replaced by Rob McClaney in 2015, with Steve Carell set to star and a release date of May 24, 2019. McClaney then left in 2018 and was replaced in 2019 with Peter Solit, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, who was set not to only direct the film but completely rewrite it from scratch too. The film's release date was changed to March 4, 2022. Solit then dropped out in 2022, at which point it was announced that Hess would be directing with Momoa to star. In the big week that is the Mario movie release, I wanted to throw a little movie news in, and a movie that seems like it's never going to come out. However, with the recent success of Mario, I would not be surprised that they're going to push this one through, and I believe it could be a cash cow for all those kids and young adults out there. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one we're going to go through the IGN staff for a rating that they did recently updating the best Xbox One games that you can play. The top 25 is as followed, 25 The Outer Wilds, 24 Destiny 2, 23 Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, 22 Yakuza Like a Dragon, 21 Gears Tactics, 20 No Man's Sky, 19 Elder Scrolls Online, 18 Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, 17 Titanfall 2, 16 Apex Legends, 15 Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain, 14 Ori and the Will of the Wisps, 13 Forza Horizon 4, 12 Gears 5. 11. Halo The Master Chief Collection 10. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice 9. Inside 8. It Takes Two 7. Control 6. Hitman 3 5. Doom Eternal 4. Assassin's Creed Valhalla 3. Red Dead Redemption 2 2. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt And number 1. The Grand Theft Auto 5 GTA Online My personal Xbox One list would look nothing like this, but hey, a number of great games that you can check out on your Series X and S looking better and playing better than ever. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and Zen podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I've continued my playthrough through the Uncharted series for the very first time, being a huge Naughty Dog fan, and specifically of The Last of Us. I completed Uncharted 2, and for me, the gameplay just still does not hold up. However, the story took a great leap forward, and I'm really enjoying the characters, as Naughty Dog does always nail. My name is Brandon Rose, you can follow me on Xbox at Rose93. Hope you all have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.